Are you going to be teaching kindergarten next year for the first time, or do you know someone who is? Teaching kindergarten for the first time can be overwhelming, and maybe you're feeling unsure of where to start. Well, look no further. I have the ultimate survival guide for new kindergarten teachers. I created it based on all the things that you need to rock teaching kindergarten next year. All the things I wish I had known as a brand new kindergarten teacher. Get your mindset ready to tackle the challenges of kindergarten, learn how to set up your classroom for success, and master key strategies for teaching effectively. Plus, prepare for the first week of school like a pro. Don't miss out on this free guide, and please share it with your new teammates and friends who are moving to kindergarten next year. Get ready to embark on an incredible journey in kindergarten education with me as your virtual teammate cheering you on. Download the free guide today at www.kindergartencafe.org slash new dash teacher. That's kindergartencafe.org slash new dash teacher. Welcome to the kindergarten team. You're listening to the Kindergarten Cafe Podcast, where kindergarten teachers come to learn classroom-tested tips and tricks and teaching ideas they can use in their classroom right away. I'm Zeba, creator and founder of Kindergarten Cafe, and I help kindergarten teachers with everything they need from arrival to dismissal in order to save time, work smarter, not harder, and support students with engaging and purposeful lessons. I'm here to cheer you on through your successes and breakthroughs and offer support and resources so you never have to feel stuck or alone. Ready to start saving time and reducing your stress all while using effective and purposeful lessons that students love? Let's get started. Hey friends, I'm Zeba from Kindergarten Cafe, and today I'd like for us to get to know each other a bit and figure out how I can best help you. I'd like to share some fun facts with you, and if we have anything in common, please send me a DM on Instagram. I am at kindergartencafe, and I would really love to hear from you and hear what we have in common. All right, so I have been skiing since I was two years old, and I can ski anything on the mountain, and I even was a ski instructor for two years, and it was the best winter of my life, ski instructing full-time. So much fun skiing all day, every day. Another fun fact is that I've been to 20 countries. I feel very fortunate to have been able to visit them. Which one would be my favorite is a really hard question to ask, but I'm sure you're going to ask it. But I really loved visiting Switzerland. I just love mountains. Skiing, mountains, do you sense a theme? I also loved Italy because I lived there for five weeks doing a study abroad, so I got to really see a lot of it, and I loved how all of the architecture is is all different. Every house, every building, you can really see when it was built, and it goes from anywhere from ancient Roman times to modern day, right next door to each other, and obviously you can't beat the food, so Italy was definitely high on my list. And a final fun fact is that I have a goal this year to read 50 books. So far, I'm, I'm on target, and I'm hoping that I can reach that goal by the end of the year. I don't anticipate going above that goal, but I hope to at least reach the goal. I have really been getting more into reading this year, this past couple of years actually, with a school book club, so 
If you are into reading all the things, let me know. We can chat books anytime. And now to see what we have in common professionally. I am a current kindergarten classroom teacher. This is my 10th year teaching, which feels insane. Does not feel like it's been 10 years. I don't know where the time has gone. I've taught kindergarten through third grade, but kindergarten always had my heart. I have been there. I've been where you are. I've been in your shoes. I was that first and second year teacher staying in the classroom working until the custodians kicked me out at 8 or 9 p.m. I thought it was this badge of honor to show that I was working so much. And then I realized that was not sustainable, nor was it necessary. And I figured out ways to work smarter, not harder. I was that third and fourth year teacher trying to make sure that I was doing everything perfectly, all while dealing with a ton of behaviors that I had never learned how to deal with in my teaching program. I learned a lot that year. I was that fifth and sixth grade teacher trying to reclaim my time outside of work hours and be more efficient with my time at school and all the tasks that had to get done every day. I was that seventh and eighth year teacher struggling along with everyone to deal with the crushing weight of the global pandemic and just get through the day. I was that ninth year teacher standing up for what I knew was best for my students and then closing my door and meeting my students exactly where they were developmentally and enjoying every second. And here I am, 10th year teacher, loving life in kindergarten. Kindergarten is so special, and it is really not for everyone. I have tried other grades. I did really like first grade, but that was I taught that before I taught kindergarten, and once I taught kindergarten, I never wanted to leave. But I was forced to leave. (laughs) I didn't want to, but it was beyond my control, especially with COVID and numbers changing and all sorts of fun things. I got bounced around. So I have tried out second and third grade as well, and they just aren't the same to me. They're not as magical. Kindergarten is magical. It just is. And I never really see myself teaching any other grade by choice. It is a lot of hard work. It is definitely draining. But the magic, the magical moments are so worth it. In no other grade do you have such significant growth in your students happen right before your eyes. Every day. From September when they come in in the fall until June when they leave you, it is unbelievable the growth that they make in the year and the people that they become because of you and your teaching and your classroom and the experiences you offer them. They come in not necessarily even knowing how to read their name or write their name or how to hold a pencil and you teach them all of that And then they leave you and they're reading sentences and writing sentences and adding and subtracting and they've become real students. They've learned how to become learners. That's what I love about kindergarten. You're setting the foundation for success. 
You are setting them up for success by teaching them how to be kind people, kind friends, how to make friends, how to play with others, how to solve conflicts, how to regulate their emotions and calm down when they're upset, how to read, write, do math, literally everything you're teaching them the foundation for in kindergarten. And it does, it takes incredible patience that some days we have less of than others because they are needy. They call your name all the time. You are hearing your name constantly. They are touching you all the time and needing your help, but you're there to help them. And one of the best things you can do is to not help them, is to help them learn how to do it themselves. And through that process, they start to need you less and less and less. And the end of the year is just, it is just amazing to see the kind of students that they become. But no, kindergarten is not for everyone. And I often feel like it gets forgotten about. It gets neglected a little bit because it's so different than the other grades as it should be. Kids that age learn differently. And unfortunately right now, the pressure from the upper grades is just getting pushed down, down, down. And administration, states, parents, they want to see kindergarten be first grade, be more academic than ever. But we know as kindergarten teachers, that's not how kids learn. So it is different than the upper grades of elementary school. You should be teaching differently. And I think that's the other thing I love about it is that it is a little different than all the other grades of teaching that I'm kind of standing up for it and standing up for what I know is right in terms of best teaching for my students and meeting them where they are developmentally as five and six-year-olds. Kindergarten is just full of so many moments of magic. You know, those moments when the kids, they say silly things and they literally can't stop laughing. Or when you read a funny book and the class just is dying laughing. When you close that book in the middle and they are begging you to keep reading and they just want to hear the rest of the story. When their eyes get really big and you can literally see their brain growing after showing them something new about the world that they hadn't learned before, that they hadn't known about. When they grow from being someone who can't read their own name to someone who's reading sentences, those are the kindergarten magic moments. And oftentimes as teachers, we forget to find those moments and we forget to see those moments, but those are the moments that we need to enjoy and we need to remember because those are what make kindergarten special more than any other grade. Write down those hilarious statements that they say because they say the funniest things. You will not ever stop laughing if you teach kindergarten your whole life. Look back at those hilarious moments from time to time. Spend time playing with your students, talking with them, really just enjoying them as the little humans that they are. It can be easy to get so caught up in the demands of teaching because there are a ton of demands, more so than ever before. The lesson plans, the data meetings, the assessments, the report cards, you name it. But it's those moments that you spend with the children, really seeing them as the kindergartners they are, and meeting them where they are developmentally, 
that you appreciate the kindergarten magic. It's those moments that keep you loving your job and keep you coming back year after year. I've been writing down some of those moments over the years, and I'm excited to share some little snippets with you here in this podcast just to remember why we do this every day, because it can be easy to forget. Just because kindergarten is so magical does not necessarily make it easy. It is hard, and I want you to know that you are not alone. I don't want you to feel alone, frustrated, struggling. That's why I'm here. I'm here to cheer you on, and I'm here to help you through things that are hard for you and things that you want to be easier, to make your teaching easier, to make it so that you can focus on those magical moments more instead of adding more and more and more to your plate. So in the course of this upcoming podcast and upcoming episodes, I hope to do just that. Each week, I want to bring you lots of tips and tricks that you can use right away in your classroom with your students with the goal of taking away stress, giving you back more time, helping you to work smarter, not harder, and helping you to be more purposeful and engaging with your lessons with your students so that they can enjoy school and enjoy learning and you can see great progress in them because oh, that light bulb moment is just seeing them learn something, seeing it click. It's so much more visible in kindergarten than in other grades. That's something I've noticed. You get it occasionally in the older grades, but you get that moment so often in kindergarten to be able to literally see them learning in front of you. Nothing's better than that. So it's time for our quote of the day. One of those little kindergarten magical moments I want to share with you. And this one has a little context to it because I was doing kindergarten screening the spring before going back to kindergarten. So I knew I was going back to kindergarten and I had been away from kindergarten for two years and desperately trying to get back to kindergarten, missing it so much. And the very first student that I was screening, I don't know if your state does the kindergarten screening, but it's something that we do in Massachusetts to just basically get to know the student and see what areas of strength they have and what areas they might need support in next year. It's not like an entryway into kindergarten. Everyone is welcome. Anyway, so the student, I was screening my very first student. We're walking down the hall. We say goodbye to her parents. We're about to go work together on the screening activities. And she looks at me and goes, I've been waiting for kindergarten my whole life. And I just was dying laughing. And I also agreed completely. I also had been waiting for kindergarten for what felt like my whole life. I missed it so much. And I was so happy to be going back. And this little five-year-old said she's been waiting for kindergarten all five of her years, her whole life. Precious. Kindergarten magic moments. So if you're looking for more moments of magic and you're looking for tips and tricks to help you save time, save stress, with everything you need from arrival to dismissal, I'm here for you. And I can't wait to join you on your journey as a kindergarten teacher. I look forward to chatting with you in our next two episodes, all on upcoming parent-teacher conferences, prepping for them, planning for them, and the dreaded difficult conversation 
I promise it won't be so dreadful after we're through together. Thanks so much for listening to the Kindergarten Cafe podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information and resources, or just head straight to kindergartencafe.org for all the goodies. If you liked this episode, the best ways to show your support are to subscribe, leave a review, or send it to a friend. I'll be back next week with even more kindergarten tips. See you then.